This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be giving away. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. It is Taz and the Moose with you here on this Monday morning on CBS Sports Radio as we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide seamless mortgage experience. Mike, Pete, thank you. Across the way, bogus your updates to 9 a.m. Eastern. Time we go. Kendall Gill will join us a little later on the program, 8.25 a.m. Eastern. Uh, NBC Sports Chicago Bulls NBA analyst, a 15-year NBA veteran, uh, one-time uh, uh, star for the Fighting Illini of Illinois. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Attention hotline fans. That's your number to call Taz. This has been all NBA here. Getting yeah. us going on this Monday morning after uh, the big shakeup uh, that went down over the weekend, this holiday weekend, as Kawhi Leonard, Paul George are both uh, members of the Los Angeles Clippers. Yes, sir. We've been talking a lot about you know what could have been a super team with the Lakers if Kawhi would have went to the Lakers, uh, joining Anthony Davidson and LeBron James. That didn't happen. He went to Los Angeles, going to play in Staples Center, but but for the Clippers. So uh, and taking Paul George uh, from OKC. So a lot of people have been calling the show, talking about you know if they're down with a super team. If not, is, is parity good for the league? We both feel parity is great for the league. It's like you said, eight five five two one two four two two seven. We got busy phone lines. Moose. Let's talk to uh, let's go to Portland, Oregon. Talk to Kathy. Uh, Kathy, you're on with Taz and the Moose. Uh, how you doing? Good morning. I agreed with William until 11 o'clock Friday night. I'm thinking about going out and buying a TV and signing up for cable. I am so excited about the NBA. I can hardly stand it. I can't wait for next season. It's going to be great because you're going to have a lot of really good teams competing in competitive, legitimate competitive games. I'm a Celtics person. We got Kawhi out of the East. Thank you. <laughs> That's a good point as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it opens <laughs> up that Eastern Conference for everyone. No, no, no. Yeah, Portland's in trouble. I don't know if Portland's. I mean, they're one of the ones. I mean, you, you still, you know, you got Lillard signed to that long-term deal. You still, you got McCollum. They'll, they'll be a little bit healthier as well. I don't know if yeah, it's necessarily a bad healthy. thing for Portland. I mean, uh, you know, I, I think the Blazers are one of the teams if things go yeah, right. Yeah, one in 42 years. I think it's going to be 43. Well, it might be. <laughs> but they're a fun team to watch, Kathy. No, they are. No, they are. I'm, seriously, like, they are, to Moose's point, 
with Dame Lillard and stuff, McCullum. No, those guys are good players. They're young, talented guys, you know. Exciting. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, I appreciate your time. All, right. All yeah, right. You Thank got you, it. We appreciate and, that. You know, that's what uh, Adam Silver and uh, the NBA want to hear. The fact that your Kathy out there in Portland, Oregon, yeah. is looking to sign up and get the NBA package next season is pumped up for the regular season. She just I wants get... to get cable. What's well, that cable? Correct. Yeah, cable. She wants to get cable, she said. Yeah. Well, and, and is that the package? That? No, the package is I have the satellite TV. All right, whatever. Well, what do you mean? Uh, she says cable. I thought she meant uh, she wanted to get cable. Right, cable. Get the, the package on cable, you're saying. That's what yeah, you're saying? That's, that's what I thought. Correct. Maybe I misunderstood her. That's fine. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. She I had mean, that Boston accent in, right. in Portland. Kind of, but yes. different. Uh, let's go down to South Carolina, talk to Daryl, listen on 101.1 FM. Daryl, you're on with Tazimus. What's up? Hey, good morning, guys. You all have a great show. Love the back and forth. But I just want to make some quick points. Uh, one, in terms of disgruntled players, I thought that was the purpose of the contract. I just can't get mad. I signed the contract. Play the game and play it the way you're supposed to play it. Your contract's up, move on. Now, I don't like that part of it. Uh, these players get paid a lot of money. Then you can just get mad after signing the contract and just bully your way out. What was the point of the contract? Well, it's fair. I mean, Daryl, there, there were a number of reports that Westbrook and George weren't exactly getting along either. I think Sham from okay. uh, well, they, George, they were not seeing sure eye to he sure came on TV and said, hey, I made my decision because I, hey, just my partner. They was at a party when he, I remember. Yep. When he's, listen, between George and Kawhi, they both crybabies to me. And I'm a diehard Laker fan. Oh. And both of those <laughs> sissies came out and said, I huh. want to be a Laker. I want to be a Laker. And they had the opportunity to be a Laker. And guess what they did? They didn't want to become a Laker. Well, hold on, Daryl. Let's Daryl. You just Daryl. Daryl. You just said Daryl. You just said you're a hardcore Laker fan. So come on, man. Yeah, well, <laughs> you hating on the Clippers a lot. What's up? This argument saying I trade me to the Lakers. They had a chance to be a Laker, right. so they really didn't want to go to the Lakers. Well, that, well, Daryl, that that's fine. They no, they didn't. They found themselves happy in the spot that they were in at the time. Paul George, well, and then George works his way out of Oklahoma City. But it's not like Kawhi Leonard did a presser and said, "Trade me to Los Angeles Lakers." The reports from Woj and everybody else at the time, if you go back and you can hop on social media, was that the Lakers were the team that he wanted. But Kawhi's camp never officially came out and said it. And then the report came out that he wanted to be a Clipper. So. There, there is a little bit debatable in terms of Kawhi's motivation to be a Los Angeles Laker. And then you get to Paul George. Yeah, I agree with you, but here's the deal. The Lakers had an opportunity to trade for Paul George. You know what? They got arrogant. And they said to themselves, why trade for him? We don't have to give up the assets. We're going to wait for him to sign via free agency. And they didn't sign him. And he decided to stay in Oklahoma City. So you can fault the Lakers just as much as you can knock Paul George. Well, let me put this conspiracy theory out there. We never, we won't ever know what Magic and Kawhi talked about. What if, this is a big what if, what if Magic was still scorned and he poisoned Kawhi's mind against the Lakers? Nah, I, I, I don't, you know, hey, you never know. I don't think that's the case. Uh, but but let, listen, Daryl, you didn't get him. Daryl, <laughs> you got you got to move on, bro. Yeah, yeah, you, didn't get him. you didn't get him. <laughs> you got LeBron. You got AD. I mean, and not you know, only that, they used you. Yeah, they uh, used you to, to get. To, well, to they used you as leverage to, to get, Moose's point. To get Darryl. Paul they, George to the Clippers. Right, they he, used, he used the Lakers. He did. He, he did use the Lakers as leverage. Injury. That's what Kawhi. And did. the reason why I think that is because 
he kept not making a decision until all the free agency was depleted so the Lakers would not be able to compete against the team he already knew he was going to. He did. Well, and here's the other thing, Daryl. When when LeBron's going to give Anthony, hold on. Oh, yeah. God, Jeez, uh, gonna, forget it. it Sorry, well, Daryl. Um, can LeBron not give Anthony Davis his jersey in a parking lot? But I was going to joke around with Daryl there. But yeah. no, no worries. No, nah, yeah, Daryl's a good sport though. He's definitely yeah. He's a hardcore Laker fan. But that, it's cool. Uh, let's go out to lovely New Mexico and talk to Cyril. Cyril, you're on with Taz and the Moose. What's going on? Hey guys. Hey, how What's are up, you? Buddy? I'm good, man. I love you, sure. I listen to this every morning. Oh, thank you, man. It's awesome, man. What is that accent? You from Parsippany? Where Where are you from? Um, where are you from? I'm from France. Oh, France. Really? Wow. Yeah. So I want to talk about the big team, you know, and I hate it because look in France. I'm French, so I love soccer. Yeah. But it's dominated by Paris because since they got bought by Qatar, they have so much money that all the other teams have yeah. not even one chance to win a championship. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's a, it's like a super team, basically. It's basically what you're saying. Yeah, and right. every time, every time when the season starts, you know that that I'm a Marseille fan, so you know that we're gonna lose no matter what, and that's not fair. That's not fun. Right? There's no parity. There's no. It's like it's the talent's not spread out, so it's tough. Like you, if you don't root for that one team, then your other teams are just getting spanked and getting their asses whooped. I got it. Yeah, yeah, and it's not fair. Yeah. It's, no. So if if uh, if Kawhi would have went to the Lakers, I think I would have not even turned on a TV, you know, because I think it would have been even worse than having the Warriors do him. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think you uh, listen, Cyril. Uh, you would have watched. Uh, I mean, you, you would have. Um, I would have. I mean, I mean, maybe you would not have turned on. I mean, but I I could understand those that would have said they weren't going to pay attention and be locked in Taz as much during the course of the regular season because. It's more or less a, a fait accompli about who's going to end up in the finals at the end of the uh, at the end of the postseason in the NBA. That's fair. I mean, but you would have watched because you wanted to see just how brilliant that team was. Yeah. Um, you know, to see Davis, Leonard, and LeBron all on the court at the same time. I mean, it's three of the top six players in the world, Cyril, and. To see that collection of talent Thank on the you, court, Taz, yeah. it would be the greatest big three the NBA's ever seen. So <laughs> to see been, those yeah. guys on the same court at the same time would have been remarkable. Now the funny thing well, was yeah. is before all this went down, you know, our you know, our producer across the way, Baseglia, was actually rooting for it. He wanted to see it. I yeah. mean, Mr. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving with the Brooklyn Nets, um, you know, he wanted to see it. And that to me makes no sense. Why is an NBA fan, if you're not a Laker fan, Taz, why exactly I can understand the Laker fan want to see it. You want to see dominance. You want to see championships. Well, because he doesn't want a guy in the East. That's well, why. I don't either. I'm a six. I mean, I'm but kind of glad here's Kawhi the problem. The, the Brooklyn Nets weren't going to beat that LeBron team. Uh, even with a healthy Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, why the hell is an NBA fan would you want to see that? you got to ex-Mike that. Mike, you I changed have... my mind. A <laughs> oh, hard Mike. mind change. <laughs> oh, my. Drastic 180. What the hell you... are you talking you came on the airwaves and basically said, I want to see him with the Lakers. He's going to sign with the Lakers, and I'm all for it. When when exactly did you change your mind? After your third hot dog on July 4th? No, it was after I saw Kevin Durant in a Nets jersey, and I said, oh, boy, this is a real possibility wow. to win a title. I'm that glad is. he's not with the Lakers. Wow. And I'm glad he's not with the Raptors. That's Moose. That's cool. And I'm like, you know what? You are a mock. That's I was mock, wrong. Man. I could admit I was well, wrong. How could you not envision that before before Durant posted the picture of his number seven jersey? Why? Small brain. 
Oh my God, Mike! I mean, yes, we said it at the time. I, I do have I do. Taz and I said it to you at the time. We said, <laughs> "Wait a second, you're you're a Net fan. You've oh, got Durant man. and Irving. Why would you want to see what the Lakers? You're like, I want to see it. Like it's crazy. Like, it would be cool dopey. to see him in a Lakers. People make Mike, mistakes. I, I really question your NBA fandom because that's dopey. Wow! Wow! wow. That's how you're I mean, saying that, that to Mike. Ooh, Mike, that's, that's that, is, bother that is a that is an awful take. Well, that really is. Hey, people make mistakes. Sometimes you get them wrong. I got no, it wrong. I understand you get it wrong, but usually you're more of a big picture guy. Like it, it, you know, how do you not? Until Durant officially signed, you didn't envision him as a Brooklyn Net. He came out and said he signed with the Brooklyn Net. I was had to see up, him in his jersey. I was caught up in the moment. I had a conversation earlier in the week with William. He was very convincing to me. Who's William? You know, the guy that called in before oh, right. and told us, wow, how, how important super teams are. I thought are. that was Billy. I talked to William for a, for a month, and I was like, boy, this guy really gets it. <laughs> he convinced me. I was all in. But you know what? I was wrong. It's good that he's with the Clippers. I'm excited to see all these teams. There's probably like anywhere between six and ten teams that – might be able to win an NBA championship next season. And uh, I'm very excited to see the possibilities with KD and Kyrie. Looking Listen, forward to that. Listen, with your Nets, you need to concern yourself with my Sixers and the Bucks. That's what you need to worry about. That's the, your main concern. Right? I would agree with that and the Celtics <coughs> to an extent. But, yes, I would agree with right. that. Right. 76ers can't shoot. No, we'll be all right. We'll Bucks. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you better hope we so. We got Simmons. He's going to figure it out over the summer. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to figure it out. I'm sure. Now he's going to figure it out, right? <laughs> Uh, but yes, uh, Sixers can't shoot. Uh, but the Bucks, uh, we saw the limitations to Giannis's game uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals against the defense of the Toronto Raptors, and then you throw in the Boston Celtics. I think the addition by subtraction, getting rid of the malcontent that was Kyrie Irving, but yet you miss out on Al Horford now, right. uh, whose leadership, who's now a member of the Seventy Sixers. I said it the other day, I think the 76ers would be great if it was 1995. <laughs> That's funny. It was 95 NBA basketball. I was great in 95. Hand-checking, <laughs> uh, no zone defense, uh, limitation of the three-point shot, more back-to-the-basket, mid-range game. They win it all. I-, I love the 76ers. The Sixers win it all. <laughs> now the problem you have is you've got a team that can't shoot. We the guy, the two guys that you went to to knock down the big time three, one's in New Orleans, the other one's in Miami. Yeah, the, yeah, I know. Butler and Jimmy uh, JJ Redick. I mean, the JJ Redick thing is the killer. That's a sure. problem for your 76ers, Taz. Three I don't mean to tell three, you. Three, three now, Embiid's got to be healthy. He's got to be in shape. Mm. I'm not counting on Simmons to actually work and develop that outside shot. I think that's probably gone. Uh, <laughs> and then you've got Al Horford. And you throw in, I like Tobias Harris. I mean, and you had to resign him given that five year, $180 million deal. I'll, but he's I not like, a max guy. You don't no, max but you had to pay. I I know, mean, but I it's know, not I your know. money. I mean, I it's know, not no, my no, money. No, it's, I not, it's not uh, Biseglia or Bellotti's money. I'm not paying him the money. No, I got you. I, I agree with you. I would not, as a free agent, if I were, I'm a Knicks fan, I would never have given him that kind of a contract for the Knicks. But for the <laughs> Philadelphia 76ers, you're hoping that now with Butler not being on the team, that his game is more. More similar to what he was with the Clippers as compared to what he was as a 76er. No? Yeah, no, no, totally. Uh, it is. Uh, true. I mean, th- what I'm interested to see is my man Russ Westbrook. Because he's a, he's all by himself now on OKC. And I don't think that's going to last. So what happens with OK, with, 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 with uh, Westbrook? That's That, to me, now is the new thing. What's going to happen now? What shoe will drop here yeah. with Russ Westbrook? Well, I mean... Uh, and you've got the the particulars out there are what Detroit, the Miami, heat, the heat, yep, right? Yep. Uh, the Knicks and the Rockets. Even Rockets though the report too. out this morning that the Houston Rockets are a long shot to trade for Russell Westbrook. Um, 
Listen, uh, here's uh, number one is you're right. Where does he land? And you know we it would be anyone's educated guess. I mean, for Oklahoma City, uh, they've got to get rid of him because they're in clearly a rebuild mode. They're not going to be a playoff team with Stephen Adams and Russell Westbrook. So what's the point here? Right. Um, so they've got to get rid of him now. The, what's the best landing spot for Westbrook? Here's the other thing that bothered me about Westbrook is uh, getting along and playing with other players. I mean, Durant basically ran from him like his head was on fire mm. uh, to put himself in a situation to enjoy basketball again with Golden State and and jump on a championship-caliber team. We didn't know. We know that didn't last all that long. We know Durant is thin-skinned. The other issue is, you know, Paul George, after year one, uh, everything was honky-dory. They loved one another. Signs that four-year, $137 million extension, and reportedly there were issues between George and Westbrook Year two of George being in Oklahoma City when George was an MVP candidate before he suffered that shoulder injury. So the other thing I'd be concerned about is Westbrook's game with other stars in this league. I'm well, not denying and, and his personality well, with other stars in this league. No, I hear you, but he's been ultra successful in the league. And he is, as Individually. You know, yes, but he's a tremendous talent. You know that. And... I think he's going to end up with the Miami Heat. I think the Miami Heat need to make that work. Him and Jimmy Butler together, they're two of the hardest working guys once that whistle blows and that tip-off happens. Butler and Westbrook together, to yeah, me, that. would be legit, 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 legit. I mean, I really think that could – because he's another guy. You don't guy, see Butler. a problem with his no, personality I, I, with other I, stars I, that I, they run from him? I, I – but he would be the alpha. Him and Butler would be the two alpha males on that Miami Heat team. So I don't think he'll have a problem there. And I also think, look, you know this. It was the first year they usually would a team. You know, everybody's kind of chill. You know, just kind of feeling it out and all that stuff. And then things get sometimes a little funky. So I think that first year it'll be fine. I, I, I just think he ends up with the Heat. I think the Heat got to make it happen. Um, if I'm Jimmy Butler, I want Westbrook on that team. Yeah, um, I, I mean, you know? but, I, I, you know, there's he's never won anything. I, I hear you. But, I mean, but if he's he went won. to the Knicks, you're a Knicks fan. So if he I went to the Knicks. Oh really? Come on! I don't seriously. I don't. What would be? Wow, the I'm point? surprised he say that. What he's would, a great player. He's a, he, that's why he scores a lot of points. But, he, but he's he, the I hardest worker on the court. I'm I mean, not, but he's not. Is he a winning player? Uh, I mean, you know, it, it, who's he paired up with? What's going on? It's not always on the one guy. I mean, there's a lot of variables in that. I, you know, but he didn't win with Durant at Oklahoma City, right? Right. I mean, he didn't. Right, right. They had a three-one lead against Golden State, and they blew a three-one lead. Well, we against can't the just Golden blame State one Warriors. guy for that. I'm not though. blaming. No, no. But it all comes. Well, you're in, implying blame but, on him. But it. But it all comes. He hasn't won anything. I, I'm. I mean, the facts are facts. He's been in the league a long time. He hasn't won anything. He went to the NBA Finals with Durant and and James Harden when that crew was very, very young, and they eventually lost the Miami Heat, and that didn't fall on him. I mean, Harden was terrible in those NBA Finals tasks, but at 30 years of age for for the Knicks to trade the assets that they would have to trade to Oklahoma City for Russell Westbrook, I don't know if really that makes all that much sense for the Knicks. I've got to be honest with you, and if I'm Russell Westbrook, I don't know if I'd want New York in the Knicks either. I want to put myself – I agree with you – it's a Pat Riley type move of those teams that are listed there that are in the running. I'd make Miami Heat the favorite. I think it would work. Oh, I mean, damn to right. an extent, I think Pat. But I also don't look at Westbrook. To me, there's a ta- when I look at a player where other guys basically after a certain amount of time have got to get away. I see a problem with that. That that to me, I see a problem with. I maybe I maybe I'm crazy. Maybe it's just me, but I. When Paul George reportedly him and George aren't seeing eye to eye, 
and George is as quiet of a, a superstar as there is in the league. Don't and Durant leaves to go to Golden State. Don't you see that as an issue? No, I, I, I no, I understand your point. I'm not, I'm not. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I, I'm no, not. I don't I think may- it's just you. I think a lot of people would agree with what you're saying. I think a lot of people. I, I mean, as a former athlete, I look at it different. I look at it about, well, who who's going to give our team, and if I'm a player on that team, the best chance to win. Yeah, I don't want to be in. A, I don't want to share a locker room with a guy who's an ass, who's a pain in the you know rear end. I don't want to do that. I don't. I don't want a guy who's. It's all about him. But in this situation with the Miami Heat, I mean, there's not a plethora of star, star power on that team. You know, now you, you, you have Jimmy Butler there, who's another guy who, you know, as you know, with the Timberwolves, like, you know, was, uh, well, he wasn't loved. <laughs> there was issues there. Well, well, that's the other issue is where aren't we going on the idea, I mean, who knows if a Butler-Westbrook personality. I mean, Butler went down to Miami to be the guy. Yes, correct. But he went down to Miami I, to, and he, he wants will to be, be the, the man. Guy. Well, not if, if Westbrook, Westbrook, right? I was just going to say, not, not if Westbrook, Westbrook arrives. So, but I, I got a feeling the Jim, complexion of that changes. I mean, I got that's a, Russ's team. But I got a feeling Jimmy Butler is a smart enough guy to realize, looking mm. around at what's going on in the league. Now, hold on, that all of these guys are pairing up with each other that are you know big time players, and he now goes to Miami, and if there's a chance that I would assume strongly that. You know, that Jimmy Butler would want Westbrook on the team, but maybe not. Maybe to the point you may. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. know. We're just speculating. Well, you know? I'm just speculating. I'm going on the idea. I, I don't disagree, Taz, but Butler, Butler, in, in the 76ers weren't going to offer him a max contract, right? Yeah. So that bothered Jimmy Butler, right? The the 76ers looked at Butler and said they believe that you know they they valued probably Tobias Harris more than they valued Jimmy Butler. Now we've seen his personality in Chicago, in Minnesota to a significantly lesser extent in Philadelphia. Butler put himself out of a winning situation where he would have taken less money to put himself in what is, quote-unquote, a losing situation in Miami. The Miami Heat aren't a championship-caliber team after adding Jimmy Butler, but he wanted to be the guy down in Miami, which right. is fine. Right. I mean, no, is that, that is right? Fine. And he is, I mean, if he wants that's, that's where he wants choice. to live his life, yeah. I mean, that's... That's fine. It's I'm not a great place to live. For right. It's an unbel- <laughs> right. No doubt about it. Uh, unbelievable lifestyle. Reportedly, he didn't want the cold weather anymore. He, you know, put himself down in South Beach. That's all well and good. And put himself in an organization led by Pat Riley that he trusts. I have no idea. I would thought. I would think that Paul George of Westbrook would be fine because Paul George doesn't seem like that kind of a guy that's a combustible guy. But reportedly, after two years, he couldn't. You know, him and Westbrook weren't seeing eye to eye. I don't know if I could say without a shadow of a doubt that Jimmy Butler and Russell Westbrook would definitely see eye-to-eye if they got together because we know Butler has got a distinct personality. That sure makes for something fun to watch, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah, it would be. You're <laughs> right about to, that. For us to come. But I agree with you. I mean, I'm not in disagreement. I, if there's one of those four, if you're asking me for a team to trade for them, I, I think it would be the Miami Heat. No doubt. I, I, I totally mean, I, agree. I don't, I don't disagree with that. Uh, you know, but... We'll see. Want your reaction? 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Taz Moose on a Monday morning. CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4227. CBS Sports Radio. Soul Free Line brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, Taz, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. That's amazing for sure. Uh, let's go out to the steel city of Pittsburgh. Talk to John. Listen on radio.com. John, you're on with Taz the Moose. What's going on? 
Hey, man, how you doing? Happy Monday. Happy hey, Monday. Johnny, What's how up? you doing, You know, buddy? we have another John that calls here regularly. John that listens on Radio.com. So when we saw you, we were like, wait, is this the other John? It's not. He's from Jersey. But what's going on, man? Hey, man, just living a dream. Just um, wanted to talk about Westbrook to Miami. I don't think that's the best fit. I think the other Florida team is the Orlando Magic. Mm-hmm. I think Miami needs to, because if you think about it, Miami, you know, a couple of years ago they gave away, like, all those contracts to decent players. Well, now those guys are coming off the books. Right. So you got Hayward coming off the books. You got Kelly Olynyk coming off your – I'm not Hayward. I'm sorry, Gordon Drogic coming off your books. If you go ahead and sign Russell Westbrook, then that takes away your ability in free agency where I think that they probably want to play because – Let's be clear. I think Westbrook's on the downside, and Orlando hasn't had its star since the White Howard. Right. Well, I think they're but, hoping on that kid Mobamba eventually to be a star. Hopefully, yeah. For him. yeah. But they got, but they just signed Vujacic, their big guy, to right. another four-year deal for hundred million. So they're in win-now mode. Right. Right. That's true. So I look at it like you know, hey, we get this guy, we bring in a star because you're not winning with DJ Augustine. You no, know you're you not. I mean, child's fair. I mean, as great as great as he is, you know what I mean. As good as he is, he's a, he's a backup. No, it, it, it's um, if you look and compare them, yeah, Orlando wouldn't be a bad landing spot. They're not one of the teams that's right now mentioned in pursuit. But, you know, we've got – that's the latest storyline yeah. that has to play out here, Taz, is the Westbrook one. I mean, right. reportedly the teams are, as we mentioned before, you know, the Rockets, the Pistons, the Knicks, um, and the Miami Heat are your top four teams that are in the running uh, for Russell Westbrook. And- I also do think, too, because I think people are ignoring the fact that next summer is Greek Freak's year. If he doesn't sign that extension, then all these teams, the Knicks signed a whole bunch of people to two-year deals. Why? Because if next summer Greek Freak doesn't sign that extension, hey, he's available for free agency. And Yeah, two summers away for Giannis. Yeah, two summers, but, yeah. next year, but next year he has the ability to sign his extension. Correct. Yeah. So what I'm saying is if they give away, if like the Knicks or the Heat do that, then there's no chance of you signing Greek Freak. Do you want a point guard on the downside of his career, or do you want to get somebody who's ascending? Well, uh, John, we appreciate the call. Thank you very much. I mean, we'll we'll see exactly. we got a ways to go, and that's why the Knicks did do what they did <clears> at the <throat> time. And some questioned it um, in terms of, you know, give, doling out these two-year contracts, Taz, but... Oh, if you're a Nick fan, you got to stop. I mean, you got to stop hoping <laughs> upon hope that it's going to be Giannis now and in the summer of 2021 that's going to come save the day. I mean, do you understand how much money, you know, Giannis? If he signs that supermax deal, I mean, it's right. reported that that deal could pay him about 58 million dollars a year uh, to remain with the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis I mean, Jones. I mean, that's a lot. Hey, you're talking 58 million dollars a year. Uh, that is that's, it, that's an extra. It's it's a five year, two hundred ninety million dollar extension. I mean, that is an that is, is an, Trout insane. <laughs> that is an insane amount of money. Now I don't know what it would be. I don't, you know maybe Mike can find out what it would cost him in in terms of dollars uh, to leave Milwaukee if he doesn't sign that supermax deal. But that's what the report numbers are now: five for two ninety. I think for Giannis. Um, so in order to leave, it would be significantly less. I don't know how much less. That's an, that's a lot of money to that's leave insane. on the table. That's a lot of money. For a team that just kisses his rear end and or <laughs> a fan base that loves him. He's easy to love. The kid's great, yeah. but I got you. Let's go uh, down to Houston, Texas, talk to John, listening on uh, 610 AM. John, what's up? You're on Taz and the Moose. 
Jazz guys, what's going on? How y'all this morning? What's, what's going up, on, John? What's up? Hey, brother, let's talk Russell Westbrook, humility, and the poison he brings to any team he goes to with not only his arrogance and the inability to mesh with players just in general. Well, this is if what Moose was saying. Back, Moose is saying the same thing you're saying, John. <laughs> I mean, if you look back, and, and I agree with Moose Taz, normally I don't, but yeah, I do today. Uh, Thank you, John. If you look back at any team <laughs> – he is Sunshine's ever been on a dog's ass every was. once in a while, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, fun. man, I got to give him a razz every now and again. There you go. Um, but, no, I mean, if you look back, I mean, he had super teams of him and Durant right. and, and Harden together, and then you added George now. I mean, what good is he going to be to a team of Jimmy Butler or the Knicks or the Magic? I mean, the guy has the ability to play great, but he needs to learn one thing. And as a coach, it's the first thing I teach my players. It's humility. It's the ability to go on a court and lead in the ability without being so vocal that you tear down your other players around yeah. you. Uh, John, what, what, who, uh, what, uh, what level of basketball do you coach? Or do you, is basketball you uh, coach? I don't coach basketball. I coach football and baseball, guys. Okay. okay. Gotcha, High gotcha. school? Uh, no, sir. I, I coach junior sports. Oh, there you okay. go. That's All right. Fine. Well, that's great. I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, and, and that's a great message sure. to young Absolutely athletes. Absolutely it is. Yeah. No. And John, listen, I think the thing is with, you know, with Westbrook, it, it's, it's just, he's, his brain thinks so fast. His heart thinks, pumps so much blood while he's playing his adrenaline, his testosterone levels through the roof while he's playing. I, I, I get what you're saying. He can't help himself sometimes. I think that's why it's difficult to play with him. His work ethic on the court, no one can doubt that. No one can say anything about Russ. I don't care how old he is. The guy's work ethic, he's a machine. The only one that is similar to him, and this is why I said it, it'd be amazing if they were together, is the guy that's on the heat that just went to the heat, and that's Jimmy Butler. That but, was my point. He's very similar. Right, but, John, I mean, I no, it, but... no one's denying that. And, and you, I mean, everything you say, Taz, is true. We're talking about more so the personality. Right. right. What's what's yeah, better for the personality of the individual being able to understand uh, to bring guys together as a team um, and meshing with other superstars? I think that's the point that John was making. That's kind of the point. I'm not denying Westbrook's right. brilliance. No, no, I'm, I know. I'm talking about the very fact of his game, understanding what he need, might need to do differently to get better results for the team, even though it might not be better results for him individually. I mean, it's a good chance he's probably not going to change, the, you know, because at his age and his success for his own individual success yeah. and his wealth, he's probably like, you know, I'm as humble as I'm going to get, and that's it. But then again, maybe with maturity, you know, I don't, how old is Westbrook? He's probably about 32. Well, he's 30. Thir- he's 30? 30, so yeah. he's 30. No, no, he's 30 years old. Yeah, he's 30, John. Is he 30? 30. Yeah, yeah, he's 30. 30. He's 30. I think 30. that's the story raised. Yeah, 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 yeah. John, we appreciate the call also, man. Um, But yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I think he's... You know, I'm a fan of his play. I understand about the meshing with people. Listen, I understand that. Sometimes you can't mesh with people. I mean, I've lived this my own career, so I understand this. So it's just... But sometimes it's if this guy's bringing the wood, and Westbrook brings the wood, man... You know, I mean, I understand what you're yeah, saying. But what did it, he win? What did he win? I got you. I got well, you. I understand I, no, that. I understand. It's not a matter of, but it, it's not a matter. Yes, he plays hard. Um, yes, he he's an unbelievable talent, Taz. But you know, it, and no one's gonna no one's gonna deny that. But there is a there is a you know there is you know very very similar nature of, of stars, other players, not wanting to play with him any longer. Right. I got it. Which which is a problem in the league. Yeah. I mean, if you have guys 
I mean, you're an organization. Yeah, and they're saying thing about LeBron. You know, we've heard that say, and, no, and I no, believe that too. I, yeah. I don't know about that. I mean, Anthony Davis ran to him. I mean, Kyrie Irving. I mean, he, he went down to Miami with Bosh and Wade. Uh, you know, Kyrie Irving. You know, didn't wa- didn't want to be led because he wanted to lead his own team, and then realized came to the realization he couldn't lead in Boston. And then went back to calling LeBron, asking him for advice on how to lead the Boston Celtics. I mean, I don't think that. I don't think that vibe is as similar. You had Durant saying that, but um, I don't think it's a similar vibe in action as compared to Westbrook and Oklahoma City. I don't know. I, I look at it as a problem. I mean, maybe and maybe he lands in Miami and it's, or, or Detroit, or maybe it's the Knicks, and maybe it's just his game, but you know, I don't know. It's almost like here's the deal. Westbrook goes into onto a court, and it's like you need to adjust your game to my game. You need to adjust what you do to me. And that necessarily isn't all what's best for the team in every certain in-game situation. You know yeah. what I mean? No, I do. I <clears throat> Excuse me. I do get it. I understand. But I don't know. I, I'm, I'm steadfast on thinking he's going to end up with the heat. <laughs> I, and, not, I, and that's going to be a not, great story. I understand no, what you're but saying. That's, but, that's not, but, uh, but there's a vibe around him that, that, that would be a little, would be, I, I, I guess, a little concerning. If I'm an NBA executive, right. it would be. I'd, yeah, be, he, I'd be a little he concerned. He doesn't play about that. nice with others. I got it. I, I understand that. Or he doesn't mesh his game to others. Right. Well, that's the same. I'm using it as a as yeah. an overview statement. But I no, I know what you're saying. But it's it's part. It's, you know, it, these these are these are, these are big boys. These are grown ass men. I mean, you know. So if a team wants to win, if the Heat want to win, or the Orlando Magic, wherever he ends up, you know, if he's out of OKC, you know, it's like. They're not going to, you know, they, I don't want to say they're not going to, the, the management's not going to worry about him meshing with players. They want that. Management wants everyone to get along, wants players to mesh. They don't want to bring a guy in. I'm sure they'll go to Butler, I would think, the Heat, and say, look, you're new here, blah, blah, blah. But listen, man, we're thinking of bringing in Westbrook, you know, on a down low. What's your thoughts? I, I wouldn't be shocked if they, went to, uh, if they went to Butler and said that to him. I mean, no, I think that'd be the right thing to do. No, I, I, no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked. But you know, Michael realized he with the Bulls, he needed to adjust his game, be a better teammate. And roughly, how old play. was he when he did that? Do you remember off the top of your head? When he wasn't winning, right, right. So that before was... he won. Uh, you know, before he won his NBA cha- first NBA championship, so, when they were getting knocked off a... by the Pistons. Uh, would you say he's around say... the same age as Westbrook? Then, uh, pro- maybe roughly, right? roughly around the same age. So maybe that'll happen. I mean, Westbrook. you look at Dwayne Wade when he went down to Miami after year one with the Heat. You know, he said, this needs to be LeBron's team. It can no longer be my team. Took a little bit of a step back. We've seen other guys do it. Maybe Westbrook's capable of doing it, but I would tell you that he needs to do it. Right, right. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not arguing that. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm not arguing. I, I'm, I'm a fan of his play, you know, so I, and I, I, don't, have to, I don't have to share a locker room with him, but I, I, understand, I understand everything you're saying and a couple of calls are saying. I do. I do get it. And, uh, wow, look who just walked in here. Wow. Yeah. Um, we're waiting on you. What's you know? going on, Andrew? How you doing, got, buddy? Yeah, I got lost, guys. I'm sorry for being late. My apologies. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah. The, <laughs> the first American goal yesterday in Lyon came from the team's current top star. The second one came from arguably its next one. Rose up the middle. Looking. Cutting. Shooting. J.P. Delacamera on Fox, Rose Lavelle's run and booming left foot came roughly eight minutes after Megan Rapino broke a scoreless tie with the Netherlands on a PK. Both goals in the second half as the Americans won their second World Cup in a row, fourth overall. 
The team is traveling back to the States right now. We'll have a ticker tape parade through Manhattan Wednesday morning. That's awesome. You going? I am, I'm going to be here. You can still go. What time is it at Wednesday morning? 9.30, I believe. 9.30 a.m. Okay. Yeah. You can go right after the show. No, yeah. I, I work after the show. Still. Okay. Yeah. You've mentioned that more, once or twice. All right, no problem. All right. Uh, last night in uh, Chicago, the American men came up short in the Gold Cup finale, a one nothing loss to Mexico. Sorry, I'm not dialed into your schedule. You, uh, usually Andrew, you I are. You're quick yeah. to point out yeah. me yeah. talking to <laughs> other hosts. Oh, really? I yeah, am? You're okay. not sensitive. With Paul George on his way to the Clippers, the Thunder may end up trading Russell Westbrook, as you guys have been discussing. The Heat and Pistons said to be interested. And while the Rockets would apparently want Westbrook, they're being called a long shot right now. Houston has already failed to trade for Jimmy Butler this offseason. The Grizzlies shipping guard DeLon Wright to the Mavericks for two future second-rounders. Wright gets a fresh three-year, $29 million contract with those Mavs. Memphis got right from Toronto as part of the Marcus Gasol trade at the deadline. And Kevin Durant is switching to number seven with the Nets. He's only worn 35 so far in his career. Mets first baseman Pete Alonso already had the most homers before the All-Star break by an NL rookie. Yesterday, he set the RBI mark at 68 in an 8-2 home loss to the Phillies. I'm a really confident person, and um, I think that I... Um, I think that I'm a I'm a really good ball player, and um, all the all the results that that have happened, it's they've been going my way, and it's tangible results, and it's personal gratification. Now the AL record for a rookie before the All Star break is 83 RBI set by a gentleman named Walt Dropo. Dropo. Mm, it's Dropo. Dropo, mm, who yes. played for the Red Sox in 1950. Yeah, I remember him. Alonzo is in tonight's home run derby in Cleveland. Christian Yelich is not. The Brewers outfielder withdrew yesterday with back, sniff, back stiffness back at the sniffness. moment. I've never yes. had back stiffness. It's bad. You don't want it. You uh, smell at- Mike's back? Yelich <laughs> <Oof. laughs> <laughs> at the moment still in tomorrow night's All-Star Game. It is the busiest day on the tennis calendar. The men's and women's rounds of 16 on court today at Wimbledon. American Allison Risk has pushed top-seeded Ash Barty to a third set. Serena Williams and Rafael Nadal star play on the two main courts at the top of the hour. And 20-year-old Justin Haley won the rain-shortened NASCAR race at Daytona yesterday. It's his first win in just his third start. They ran just 33 of 160 laps before Storm's return. The race originally was Saturday night, but postponed until yesterday afternoon by rain as well. Guys? All right. Thank you, Andrew. We'll get back to your calls. So, uh, Shelby, speakerphone Jones, who we haven't heard from a while, is wow. online as well. We'll get wow, he's getting a plug. Too. He's getting a little uh, teaser. Maybe yeah. he does. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, let's get back to your more of your NBA chatter with Kawhi and George in Los Angeles with the Clippers and also with uh, what the future holds for Russell Westbrook in OKC. It's Taz to the Moose back together again on this Monday morning. CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. This is basketball legend Christian Leitner, and you're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, tonight, 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific, CBS Sports Network brings you the world's true test of fitness as first-class CrossFit athletes from around the world compete at the 2019 Rogue Invitational, only on the 24-hour home of CBS Sports. Yeah, we're talking a lot about uh, what's going on with the NBA, with all the movement, these dynamic duos. Kawhi Leonard going to go to the Clippers. 
Who's going to join Jimmy Butler with the Miami Heat? Let's uh, let's go out, out of Louisiana there. Talk to Shelby. Listen on 1580 AM. Shelby, you're on with Taz and Moose. What's going on? Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, I listen to the other callers. I believe I'm in the minority here, but as far as Westbrook and Butler teaming up, I believe it's a match made in heaven because if you, if you look at the stars that are running away from Russell Westbrook, the kind of thin-skinned, weird guys, mm. and you look at Jimmy Butler and him wanting to get away from these younger, like, millennial type of guys, I think they could put something together down there, a real fiery, real tough brand of basketball that everybody else would buy into, something we haven't maybe seen since those 80s Pistons teams. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Shelby, I, I'm with, listen, Shelby, I want to see it happen. I'm with you. I'm Moose thinks a little different, but but uh, I'm with you. I hear you. Well, I, I mean, perfect, I, I, I think he could end up in Miami. I mean, you're not going to have the Pistons. You know that, Shelby. Well, you know what I mean, though. Just that, that fiery, no, no holds barred, we're going to punch you in the mouth kind of basketball. I mean, that's you what them two guys are I mean, known for. No, but he doesn't mean <laughs> literally punch guys Well, yeah, I think he does. I mean, that's what the Pistons literally did. <laughs> no, I know. Well, I mean, they it, literally punched people in the face as Bill right. Lambeer. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, he's talking about, I think, I think, Shelby, I don't want to speak for you. I think you're talking more like that intimidating, rough, Full speed, yes. full throttle, in yes. your face, body guys up if need be. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. the problem, I, I mean, literally, though, you you can't do and play defense the way teams did like the Knicks, the Pistons, the Pacers, where you were able to the use uh, where you were able to use hand checking and arm bars. I mean, and were you able to knock guys to the court? Pat Riley once had a motto with the Knicks. That if a guy gets in the lane, you knock him on his ass. You, oh, you can't you do that in in the NBA in today's day and age. You just can't. I mean, you'll get thrown out of the game. So, you know, the game is more wide open. It plays to the game and the athleticism of Russell Westbrook. I mean, that style of basketball is gone. Now, you want to talk about the personalities and the work ethic, as Taz has talked about, and and maybe, Shelby, that's something that you are hinting at as well. Yeah, they're yes. both extremely hardworking guys, and and they're going to come to the court with a mindset every single day. Now, you know, I can't I, – I, you know, guys mesh. Some guys don't. So I'm, I'm not going to write it down and bet my life on the fact that Jimmy Butler and Russell Westbrook are going to see eye to eye. Right. I don't know. I mean, they, they might be good friends. I have no idea yeah, about, the, the, about the two uh, – about, you know, do, do they run in similar circles? Are they buddies? I have no idea. So they might be buddies, and it might work. You, you know, but I – appreciate it, Shelby. Thanks. The point that I was making this morning is to bring up the – I wouldn't set it, write it down in stone that it definitely would work. Right, Based right, on the history right. of Russell Westbrook. I, hear you. I, I hear think you. that's a fair assessment. And the history of Jimmy Butler. So, I, But I think they would either get along like, like chums. There's a word you don't hear much anymore. Yeah. Get along like chums or hate each other. I don't think there'd be any gray area with, with Jimmy Butler and Russ Westbrook. That's fair. I really do. I yeah. think they'd even be like, oh, yeah, we love it. We're just, we're just constantly out there grinding. We're just both hard-ass-working guys, and everybody else sucks or they're going to hate each other because they're so similar. Um, let's go uh, down to Houston and talk to Speakerphone Jones uh, listening someplace. Speakerphone Jones, you're on with Taz the Moose. What do you say there, House? Mark. Huh. <laughs> Hashtag we over, guys. All right. What's you going on, Mark? Buddy? What's going on, buddy? Well, uh, speaking of Marks, uh, Taz, I think you need to get your co-host a dozen Boston Cream Donuts stats because wow. he has lost his mind. Ah, there you go, Moose. Um, Why is that? So... As a fellow Knicks fan, uh, the idea of no, – number one, I know it's a long shot. It's, it probably is a bigger long shot than the Houston Texans. But the idea of not wanting to have a talent like Russell Westbrook 
on the New York Knicks, when you look at every single talent that's equivalent to him and tell me that they're not all headaches, is insane because we're never going to get a talent like that. This Giannis 2021, like he said. It's Giannis. Giannis, sir. Giannis. Giannis. Not Giannis. Giannis. Giannis in 2021 Uh is, is a pipe dream that'll never happen. And maybe he's the one that I could think of that wouldn't, as far as we know right now, is in a headache. But every other talent equal to his play is as much of a, a headache as he has. So to get that kind of talent on your team is something that puts you above, you know, 70% of the rest of the league. No, it does not. Oh, wow. It's a, how does it put nope. you above 70% of the rest of the league? Because 70% of the rest of the league doesn't have a talent in his caliber. They well, all, they've all grouped you think, up to you think if the Knicks, No, let's, let, let's look at it. You think, the, you think the Knicks with Russell Westbrook are better than the Sixers? Yes. No, they're not. No, are better I, than, I have a speakerphone. Uh, no, come on, that, get that, off the phone. Yeah, no, get no, off the phone. That's a little prick. That, uh, better than, I mean, you're so, on, hold on. You're saying that if Westbrook was on the Knicks, they'd be better than the Sixers? And you're telling me I should eat some donuts? I mean, go drink some coffee. No, he wants me to buy you a bowl and give us a ring back. I mean, come on. Let's get a little You cannot. You cannot. You cannot come on the airwaves and basically say that the Knicks would be better than 70% of the league. I throw out the 76ers and you said yes. He just wants Westbrook. You cannot. He just wants Westbrook. No, you know what? No. I can't value your opinion. You cannot say that. That makes no sense. That makes no sense. Happy Monday. None. No sense. Summertime. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.